Good morning, it's Tuesday the 14th of February, it's Valentine's Day. Happy birthday, Freddie Highmore, Simon Pegg, Becky Hill and Phil Lewis. Seven. The age-old question of... It's a bird! It's a plane! Or, um, is it a Chinese spy balloon raised its head again on Monday? The mystery round unidentified objects shot down by US forces had steepened after one US military commander refused to rule out the possibility of extraterrestrial activity. It comes after President Biden ordered a fourth object to be shot out of the sky following a spate of alleged Chinese spy balloons hovering over the US. Officials say they were used to monitor sensitive sites, but the Chinese deny the object was used for spying and said it was a weather monitoring device that had been blown astray. NATO General Secretary Jens Stolenborg warns that this is part of a pattern. China, but also Russia, are increasing their intelligence and surveillance activities against NATO allies with many different platforms. We see it in cyber, uh, we see it uh, with satellites, and we see it in balloons. China, meanwhile, claims that the U.S. has been using their own spy balloons, a claim which the U.S. flatly denies. The Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Wenbin addressed the issue. Just since last year, the U.S.'s high-altitude balloons illegally entered China's airspace more than 10 times, without the approval of the relevant Chinese authorities. In the U.K., Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was asked if they'd seen any of these balloons, and his response wasn't all convincing. I can't obviously comment in detail on national security matters, but we're in constant touch with our allies, and we'll do whatever it takes to keep the country safe. As the rescue operation in Turkey and Syria winds down, the focus has now switched to aid for the survivors as the death toll passes 35,000 people. Filippo Mazzarali is the chief of the UN field office in Gaziantep in Turkey and he says the focus now is on the children who've been left homeless by the earthquake. He spoke to RTE News' Justin McCarthy who's on the ground in Turkey. In the provinces that were hit by the earthquake, we have over 4.6 million children. And most of these are affected, whether directly or indirectly. Directly because they've been hit in their homes during the night. And indirectly also because schools, hospitals and many of the buildings providing social services have been damaged. United Nations aid chief Martin Griffith says that with victims and catastrophic damage in two countries, the focus is on getting as much aid as possible to all those affected. The rescue phase that's coming to a close and now the humanitarian phase, the urgency of providing shelter, psychosocial care, food, and a sense of the future for these people, that's our obligation now. A new report from DAF.ie paints a grim picture of the rental property market in Ireland. The figures from the last quarter of 2022 show a 14% rise in the average rent in the last 12 months. The rise in rents has been driven by a shortage in supply, with figures for February suggesting only 1,100 properties were available, down 20% on last year. The report's author, economist Dr Ronan Lyons, says it shows that the government urgently needs to tackle the supply of housing for rental. The solution is to encourage new investment in the rental sector, including building new rental homes. By my estimate, the country needs between 200 and 250,000 new rental homes. That's not going to happen overnight, but that is a, a decade-long project. Minister for Housing Dara O'Brien says the government is doing its best to help renters in the short term. Uh, what I would say in relation to the price increase is a significant intervention that government made in the budget for renters is the renter's tax credit, which is worth €1,000 to each renter this year.
Ukraine could be seeing the start of Russia's spring offensive already, according to Jens Stolenberg. The NATO Secretary-General says President Putin is sending thousands more troops and accepting big losses to pile pressure on Ukrainians. It comes amid reports of Russia making further advances near Bakhmut in the east of Ukraine. Meanwhile, neighbouring country Moldova's President Maya Sandu has accused Russia of plotting to overthrow the country's pro-EU government through violent actions disguised as opposition protests. The plot was first uncovered by Ukrainian intelligence services. The purpose of these actions is to overthrow the constitutional order and change our legitimate power to an illegitimate one, which would put our country at Russia's disposal to stop the European integration process, but also so that Moldova can be used by Russia in its war against Ukraine. Does it come to Smart 7 Island edition? Michael Keaton gets the bad cape bowed and it's a fiesta of famous faces in the Super Bowl ads. Right after this. Welcome back. There was one Premier League game on Monday night, but it was a big one, the Merseyside derby. Both Liverpool and Everton have been having challenging seasons. Everton have already changed manager, but new boy Sean Dyche managed to pull off a victory over tabletoppers Arsenal, even if he still remain in the relegation zone. Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp have struggled for consistency and have been sitting mid-table, but they rose to the occasion and put in a strong performance. Goals from Mo Salah and transfer window purchase Kobe Gapko saw the Liverpool win 2-0. Jurgen Klopp was relieved that his team stepped up. I really thought um, the performance for the full 95, 96 minutes was the best for a while as well, and um, so that's what we we we, we would we would wins as, take wins as well when you don't play well. But it's much better to to get three points when you when you deserve it really, and tonight we deserved it. Rihanna was clearly the star of Sunday's Super Bowl, but apart from the famous faces at the game, hello Adele, there was a festival of famous names in the ad breaks. Everyone who's anyone, including Dave Grohl, Ben Affleck, J-Lo, John Travolta and more popped up to sell products. We pulled together a supercut of some of the biggest and best. The cast of Breaking Bad reunited, John Hamm in a fridge, Will Ferrell in an electric car, Alicia Silverstone rebooting Clueless and weirdly, Jennifer Coolidge making dolphin noises. And you can see them too if you have a look at our TikTok, we're at the Smart 7 Pod. Yo, these are the bomb! And they're air popped, not fried. John? Bree, any idea why we are in a fridge? So if you're gonna get swarmed by an army of the dead, why not get swarmed in an EV? I used to be pretty clueless about shopping. Like a baby dolphin. <laughs> It was a movie we weren't quite sure would ever make it, but fear not, The Flash is finally speeding onto our screens this year. The movie sees Barry use his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. It also sees the return of past DC stars like Michael Keaton's Batman and the introduction of Sasha Cali's Supergirl. After multiple filmmaker setbacks and many issues caused by the off-screen behaviour of star Ezra Miller, the first official trailer has finally dropped. If you were to go into the past... You have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.